You alright? My name's Paul, I've got autism, and I make random videos based on my version of autism and the way my head works, and I stick the videos on the internet, just in case you want to watch. Um, or I stick them on audio platforms in case you just want to listen, uh, because why not? Anyway, um, I try not to have too many topics similar coming out uh, one after each other, and I try not to have a heavy item with a heavy item. You know, I don't want to bombard you with things like that, but I don't really have a choice today because um, I've kind of getting bothered by the world, <laughs> and I just want to kind of talk about it freely and openly. You know, freedom of speech is so important, and I think the world is trying to take that away bit by bit. And, you know, one day they will, I'm sure. Uh, but until they do, I'm going to make an open and honest video about what bothers me. Um, but before I do, obviously, my uh, last video was about me visiting accident and emergency because I've got issues going on. And uh, I don't know. I just uh, I'm, I'm trying to say thank you. That's what I'm trying to do. But I find it so difficult to make it sound genuine, so I'll tell you a little story in it instead. Before I get to my, my, my usual, that should be a good sign. I must be feeling all right if I'm willing to have a moan about something. <laughs> but um, I finally went to bed after the uh, last video. I went to bed at around half past nine and finally decided to sleep about half past ten in the evening. Because I needed to do that to keep my sleep pattern. Because if I'd have gone to bed any earlier, I'd still be struggling now to try and get it right. Because I have such a problem with sleep. And um, I got up the next day. I had the day off because I just couldn't face going in. And sort of the reality of the, uh, the ordeal hit me like a ton of bricks. And I realized just how... How, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? How unimportant I am when I walk through the doors of a hospital and how I'm just part of a, an, a very uncoordinated process. I, you know, I, I, I was the fact that they lost the first set of COVID uh, results and they had to do them again, you know, and the fact that I actually wasn't given results, I was just told them by some guy who was just like, yeah, we did that, it was fine, it was fine, it was fine. You know, and then told something which is petrifying to me, and he just didn't really seem that bothered. <laughs> um, you know, I just felt battered and I felt wiped out and felt very undervalued as a human being. I felt very uh, fragile in relation to the fact that I'm now petrified of being in a position where I do need genuine emergency care because the care part doesn't exist anymore uh, and i just felt i felt rubbish and um like trying to get over the the trauma i think is what people always refer to a bad experience um when it's in autism and and i got the coffee on um sat at the table in the kitchen the dog's in the garden eating mud and stones because he's a tramp even though he's got proper food in the house it's like no, no, I'll, I'll eat crap from the garden. And uh, 
I'm having the coffee and, you know, I was trying to sort of bring myself back to earth a bit. And I thought, right, I did a video yesterday. I'll, I'll have a nosy at the comments. And I was so anxious, you know, it's sort of like, you, because I suppose the topic of the video, you know, um, things are negative by default sometimes. And I, I just assumed there would have been a lot of either, either nobody would have watched it or there would have been bad comments in there. And, uh, Turned out I was very wrong, which I'm very happy to be. Um, and there was a lot of nice comments. People seem genuinely bothered, you know, because some of you have watched me since day one. And uh, I guess I guess that brings us closer. And, uh, you know, it's to sort of read, like, people who I'll never meet can still show genuine care for my well-being who are based in America, Canada, Germany, God knows where, but yet 15 minutes drive to a hospital and they don't care about me. <laughs> I just, I just, I, 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 it made me feel very humbled um, because you never think you deserve nice things or I don't. And I just, you know, I, I'm trying to say thanks, but it's so difficult for me to do so. That's why I can't even look at, I can't even look at a lens of a camera to say thank you because, uh, it makes me feel really weird. And, uh, yeah, you've just got to know that I was crazy thankful and it did help to read nice messages on the day because it's nice to be nice, isn't it? So with that being said, let's bring the mood right down and talk about more topics where I moan. And the world is getting on my nerves and bringing me down because. I don't understand all this cancel culture nonsense. I don't understand this woke thing. Um, and I know some people will say, oh, it's your age. Okay, boomer, whatever that means. You know, and I don't even know what age, this is the thing. I know these like age ranges people put themselves in because I've never paid attention. I don't know what any of that means. So I don't know if I'm some sort of gen, whatever, millennial, whatever, boomer things. I don't know. Uh, I'm just someone who's very un, uninterested in all that sort of stuff. But there's been quite a lot of stuff happening at the minute, and I just think there's such obvious answers. Why are you trying to complicate it? You know, like something that happened uh, yesterday, day before, there was some award show on TV for music. I don't watch them. Uh, I think I've said before, but every music person I like is either older than me or dead. <laughs> so, uh not really down with the kids anymore. Um, and I have heard of Adele. I know who she is. I know she's someone who writes albums when she breaks up with her partners and it makes her millions of quid. And some people love her music inside and out. And not for me, but, you know, I respect that she writes her own stuff and uh, plays her own tunes and all that. But the award show had. And you're going to have to forgive me. I don't fully know. You'll probably know the story better than I will. But there was an award that had sort of removed the gender. So it's not like woman of, woman of the year, man of the year. They've just made it a gender neutral award. And she's won this award and she's got up on stage and basically said, I'm not, I, I get why they've done it, but I'm proud to be a woman. I'm proud to be a woman and you know I've won this. It means something to me. And instead of people going like I did, you know, I'm not a woman, clearly. I'd like to 
think that would be obvious, but you never know these days. Um, I just went, all right, because I don't see what, what's wrong with being proud of who you are by birth. And people will give you a negative response by your birthright, you know, something you can't control, who you are as default. The world has turned into a way now where it's like, oh, no, 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 Paul, you're a white male from England. You are a piece of trash. I haven't done anything. You know, I was looking at what chocolate bar to buy. Don't bring me into this. You know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's bonkers how people can do that. You know, how, how they can be so hateful and vindictive that they want you to be scorned for something absolutely 100% out of your control. It's disgusting. But, you know, Adele was just proud to be a woman, proud to win the award. And instead of everybody else having the same response that I had of, all right, what else is on? Um, the, the certain trans communities are in uproar about it, saying that she's a transphobe. And I think that's another problem that winds me up with the world these days is the speed you can throw out such a strong accusation. Phobe, phobia. Phobia is a fear. A fear is genuine. Adele is just proud to be a woman. And the only reason she needed to say that is because the title of the award had been changed. So let's say it would have been Female Artist of the Year previously, and now it's just Artist of the Year. She feels like what makes her identity important, being female, was taken away, and she wanted to bring it back, and she did, just to say, I'm proud to be a woman. That doesn't mean she hates transgender communities. It means she's proud to be a woman. And I'm pretty sure there are people in the transgender community who now, now identify as a woman, and they're proud to be a woman. That's allowed, isn't it? You know, why are you allowed what you want, but Adele's not allowed what she wants? She didn't say, proud to be a woman and down with the trans, ah. She didn't. Just made a point that she was proud to be a woman, and the only reason she did is because the name of the award has changed, and what's wrong with that? Why is she a transphobe? She, I don't, I don't, I, I, I do not understand the world. So when something like that happens and I hear about it and I don't understand it, it starts to bring me down a little bit sometimes. And, you know, things have been happening to comedians and I hold comedy close to my heart. Told you before, I used to do stand-up and, you know, still on occasion will dip in and write jokes as a ghostwriter did think about nipping back out into the world and telling a few jokes, but the way the world is, it's stifling now. You can't say anything. But like Dave Chappelle, you know, he told a trans joke, just to stay on the trans topic, and he was shot down. There was uh, riots <laughs> protesting outside the Netflix offices saying, get his special taken down off Netflix because he was, you know, he's transphobe, he's saying all these things, the hurtful, the hateful. Now, I don't know if, and 
like how many of these people who were kicking off have ever heard of Dave Chappelle? Watched his 20 plus career. I have. I've watched a lot of what he says. And you know what a lot of his jokes are? Observational. You know what a lot of his jokes are? Mocking white people. Decades. Do you know who still buys tickets and goes and sits in the crowd? White people. I'd like to think it's because they know he's, he's, he's a comedian. He tells jokes. He mocks. You know, he even played uh, Reggie in The Nutty Professor. Tells a white joke in that. You know? <laughs> so why is it all these other jokes are all right, but when you hit one topic, it's like, nah, let's get him cancelled. You know, why protest? There are things which I'd like to think are a bit more important that could be protested. Children being trafficked and used for, you know, sexual gratification by rich, horny businessmen and politicians, you know, and you want to go and protest a joke. How about we knock down every door until we find these dirty perverts? How about we storm every time they're trying to do something political because we know that they're involved and we know they're involved. You can't say you could fill Congress or the House of Parliament and there wouldn't be someone in there who knows about it, who's been involved in it. But you want to protest jokes. Joe Rogan. Everyone knows who Joe Rogan is. UFC commentator, comedian, 20 plus year career in comedy. You know, it's probably 30 plus years for him. And I just, I, I, Joe Rogan. He's like a friend of mine. <laughs> Never met me, don't know who I am. But the amount of podcasts, the, the people he's introduced me to, like I didn't know who Jordan Peterson was until he had him on his podcast. And I watched him and I thought, yeah, I like the way this guy talks. I like his rationale. I like his thought, thought process. I'll listen to this guy. You know, Tom Segura, Bert Kreischer, a couple of other comedians. Um, you know, I watched something where Brendan Sharp, who used to fight, was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and Joe Rogan told him straight why he doesn't think he should fight anymore, and it turns out that was the best decision of Brendan Sharp's life, and, you know, he's, he's just a dude who has people on his podcast who have got a claim from the other, uh, other side of the coin, the other side of the argument, and it's always been interesting to listen to, and he's always, when the facts are available, if he's had someone on, like, I think he had the guys on from Cowspiracy, about all the methane and everything that was there, and he was, like, big into the stats they were saying. But when he was doing his next podcast, some of these stats were wrong. He corrected himself. You know, and it's important. That's how you learn. You move forward. If you're wrong, you admit you're wrong, and you move forward. But, you know, Joe Rogan has said, certain things in his podcast which are much worse than this compilation of our word that someone someone made no one's going off to that person saying what are you doing why are you trying to create hate for joe rogan why are you uh, why are you bullying him on cyber bullying him why, where's all this hate coming from you know you can't do that let's get you in court no instead this person makes something completely out of context so joe rogan gets attacked protests. Why? What do you get out of that? What are these people gaining from 
being hurtful and hateful for things which are out of context, why are they doing it? Why are they that unhappy in their own life that they won't do anything to create acceptance of responsibility for themselves where one day they might find themselves in somebody else's firing line? There's a lot of people today who are refusing to do nearly everything and focusing on pointing the finger at other people of what they've actually done. They didn't just sit at home. They went out and did something. And what do you do when you try? You either succeed, you fail, you make mistakes, you crack on, you learn. But you only do that by doing. And I don't understand what this persecution is. You know, Jack Grealish, he's a footballer. And he had a, he's about 25, I think now, 26. Uh, and he could be younger, don't know, but he's around that age. And uh, when he was about 14, he sent a tweet out and it was used against him last year. 14 to 25. How can you say that he was the same person, that his thoughts were the same? It's kind of like in some people's mindsets. It's like, no, no, you said that once. That's your belief forever. And we're going to hold you to it like you've literally just said it. It's like people are looking for something to persecute others with, which is bullying. So I don't know why people do it. I don't know what the, you know, like I'm, I'm glad that I was around into adulthood before social media took hold and before there was camera phones because when I did do comedy I was a bit dark at times I would have said something horrific uh, but I haven't done stand-up for maybe 10 years and I just uh, it's, it's just not a good way to be and it just it just bothers me that Nobody's calling out these people to the level that these people are calling out other people who don't really deserve it. You know, if 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 Dave Chappelle was as bad as he's being made out, then how on earth has he got a following? How do people still pay tickets to go and buy and watch this guy? If Joe Rogan is that terrible of a person, why did Spotify pay for his podcast for a hundred million dollars? Why do people agree to come on his podcast? How is he still employed by the UFC? How is he still somebody who everybody wants to work with if he is so bad? Because other people have taken things out of context from a different time, or be it, it might not be a, you know something he's done in the last year or two, but maybe you thought, all right, maybe the times have changed where I can't say that word in context as I always did but that's because he's allowed to change too. But no one will give him the, uh, the freedom for it. And I think the one that's bothering me now more than any is uh, Jimmy Carr, another comedian for those who don't know who he is. Um, and he is a dark comedian. Dark comedian's my favourite. And he has been telling jokes on stage that push the boundaries that make you cringe, that make you hide, and ones that are stupid. He is just a good all-round adult comedian. I've been to see him maybe three times, once in Manchester, twice in Edinburgh. 
and I enjoy Jimmy Carr. He's simple enough for his ass. And like, and I even remember the very first joke I heard him say because I was that much of a fan. You know, he said, uh, "Swimming's good for you, especially if you're drowning." Not only do you get a cardiovascular workout, you also don't die. Two ticks. <laughs> it's just so stupid. But I heard that, I don't know, probably 20 years ago. And I just think, what if there was someone in the crowd and they, their wife died in, you know, due to a drowning incident? That joke wouldn't have been for him. Now, he, he would have had a choice. Does he get up, storm out, leave, never be interested in Jimmy Carr again? Does he sit there, push that joke to one side, maybe laugh at the next one if it's more for him? You know, why was it all right then, but it's not all right now? And all credit to Jimmy Carr, he has said that he's already said the joke that's going to cancel him. People look through his back catalogue, they will find horrific jokes. Because he's come out now and he's told a joke about um, about Hitler and gypsies and tried to make a joke where maybe there shouldn't have been one. All right. But he said he's already told the joke that will get him cancelled. It's just got to be the right place and right time for someone to make a, a problem about it. And he's content that he's already told the joke. That'll get him cancelled. He says, and one day I'll be talking to someone and I'll say, yeah, I used to make light out of serious topics. They were called jokes because people are trying to get rid of them. And I don't understand why anyone would want to do that. If we were just surrounded by the, by these topics, by Russia and Ukraine, could be going to war. You know, the news has gone really quiet about Afghanistan. Why? You know, there are women having the kidneys cut out <laughs> so they can be sold on the black market. But it's all right. You know, let's let's just crack on. There's, 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 other, there's, there's protests to talk about from comedians. You know, there's Germany stopping the UK sending reinforcements to the Ukraine to help them strengthen the lines because... You know, the Ukraine, uh, Russia and Germany have got some sort of oil or whatever pipeline running to the countries. And it's just political nonsense. The world is horrible. People do horrible things to each other all the time and have no idea why. So when it's when you've got a busy day, a busy job, things are against you, things are tough. You know, the, the cost of living is going through the freaking roof. Sometimes you just need something to lighten the mood. And making light of serious conversations and serious topics, the jokes, help. So why on earth do people want to cancel them? People need thicker skin. If you don't like it, do what my mum said. When I was a kid, she said, if people say bad things to you, people try and bully you, people call your names, just ignore them. If you don't like what they're saying, walk away. Because you don't respond, they're looking for a response. If you don't respond, at some point they'll just give up because they're not getting the response they're after. So it's kind of like, you know, like I said, the cost of living is rising. Why aren't they protesting that? These people who won't, don't go away, who want us all to think how they do. 
We cannot by nature be all accepting of all things. We cannot do that. Because if we were, everyone would be attractive. Every sexuality would be absolutely fluid across us all. We would love every single song, every single artist. We would love every country we travel to. We would enjoy every meal. There would be nothing bad against our palate. We're not designed to be that way. We're human. We're allowed a yes and no, a yin and a yang, a right, a wrong, a good, a bad, a preference, a non-preference. What these people are trying to do, stopping comedians, having a problem with people with free speech or wanting to push the boundary, that's what you want. I don't. I want people to be available like that so there is difference of opinion, so we can talk about things. If we were all the same, we'd have nothing to learn from. If I didn't have jokes, if I didn't have comedians, you know, I am asocial. I learned that word from someone in the comments. Um, I'm not antisocial, I am asocial, and I fully agree with you. Sometimes, my way of getting my very limited and rare need for socialization has come from podcasts. It's come from watching Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer. It's come from just watching any Joe Rogan podcast in the past. You know, why do you want to take that away from me? Just because you don't like it. You know, like there are transgender people who say, if I, if Paul wouldn't date a transgender woman, I'm a transphobe. I don't like being negative by default. I don't like being offensive by default. Why do I have to be wrong? Why do I have to be incorrect? Why do I have to be attacked for having a difference of opinion? You know, and I will always explain things from my perspective, which I am allowed. But people don't want you to have that. People are trying to control you. And I don't like being controlled. You want me to think a certain way, but you're telling me to do it rather than giving me the opinion. That's never going to make me want to follow your narrative. You know, Joe Rogan is already a multimillionaire. You know, he can be cancelled. It's not going to affect him. Save with Chappelle. Same with Jimmy Carr. It's not going to make a lick of difference to their existence. They're still going to wake up in the nice big houses with the loving families around them, being able to do whatever they want. And more power to them. And what are you doing? Get a hobby. You know, if you want to protest, if you want to kick off, like I said, Go after people who blatantly know about child uh, sex trafficking. And you know they know about it. Look at the Epstein and uh, Maxwell. Look at that. They know. They, you, you just got to look at past pictures to see who they're affiliated with. Hunt them down. Go and chase that out. You know, maybe you should protest other things like this winter that comes in 2022 is going to kill a lot of people at the other end of the poverty line. Old people who can't afford to heat their homes because energy bills have gone up 57% for no reason. You know, the gas, that's still being created naturally. 
Why is it now so expensive? That's because a human made that decision. Food has gone through the roof. Why? Same food, same factory, same process. But because a few HGV drivers retired and there wasn't enough to take their jobs, it made food prices go through the roof. Why? Protest that. Protesting people who are doing what they want to do to an audience who only arrives if the audience wants to watch and listen. There's no forced nature. You want an all-accepting world. It just makes me less interested in what you do. It makes me less interested in your cause because you're trying to tell me what I should like and what I should watch and what I should be into and how I should respond and how my natural response as a human being should be. And you also tell me that by being white, male, English, and straight is all a problem for some reason. Things I can't control and have no control over. These people are not the problem. You are. And if you don't like that, cancel me. And you'll see I don't care. And I'll just pop up somewhere else. Like a recurring mole that you keep whacking down. But anyway, thanks for watching the rest of you and listening to me moan. Um, I do like a moan on occasion. And until next time, keep smiling.